Love Talk Radio. Hi, South America. This is Francie Brown coming to you today, May 17th. Oh, so it's Lula's birthday. Just on me. I must send her a text. How is everyone? Um, what went on? Okay, so I had my dad's birthday on May 15th, so that was exciting and happy. I was happy to um, celebrate his birthday, and and I did. But so does everybody else. Um, We kind of make a big deal over his birthday, even though he passed away, but he was much loved. And with that being said, we definitely um, celebrate it somehow his birthday. I usually celebrate it by putting something out for him. I don't know if you guys have this belief system, but a lot of cultures do. Um, and I come from the metaphysical world, so it's like the metaphysically people tend to adopt something from somebody else's culture, blah, 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 blah. So usually when somebody passes away and you love them dearly still, you want to honor them somehow. And you honor them by leaving food out for them. Um, and by the way, this is a really good practice, come to think of it. It's a really good practice to, it's not, a, it's about honoring the dead. It's leaving food out. And usually it's, you know, food that you love or ethnic food, food that's, you know, important to your family. Hold on, 914. God, I can't remember the number now. Um, in any case, hold on. In any case, um, it's a good practice by the way, everyone, for 18 months, um, to leave food out for your ancestors because as much as we want to believe that we're doing everything without the the assistance of God, without the assistance of people that have passed on, um, I'm going to beg everyone not to be in your ego. Um, The fact that you live every day has something to do with some of your ancestors that have passed on, praying for you, guiding you, you know, being by your side the whole time. So it's about knowing that your grandparents um, are always there for you, your angels, your spirit guides. They're always there for you, and they're always giving you signs and messages, even if it's hard for you to believe this or hard for you to understand it, you know, at this point, I really don't care. You need to know that the people that passed on never, never stopped working for us. And so with that being said, it's a good practice to when you cook your dinner, when you cook that dinner, and you know you're cooking like this great meal, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to eat this meal. It's a good practice to take a part of that meal aside. Let's say you're making baked potatoes. Take a part of that meal aside or hamburgers or fries and leave it leave it and prepare it as if you're giving it in honor, you know, like you would serve your mother or your father who would be alive right now. You kind of like set it up nicely on the kitchen table on the countertop, doesn't really matter to me, and leave it for them because what, what you get back is even more blessings from them. Um, and I hope it doesn't sound weird to anybody, but, it is what it is, and if you practice that, you'll be surprised at what abundance looks like to you, because what you're really saying to everyone is that I am now in a position of trusting, 
I trust. I trust that there's things beyond me that have got my back. That's what you're really saying by practicing this. So I would encourage that. Um, what was in the news this week? Well, in the news this week, we had uh, a lot of drama with the he and Beyonce stuff. That was actually kind of fun to watch unravel. I'm not quite sure if it's done, but maybe it'll die down a little bit because I know they have a tour that they need to start in um, May. The tour needs to start in June, in June. Um, and it begins in Miami on the run tour. Stupid name for a tour on the run tour. You know, Jay-Z came up with that. Um, and it'll be a Beyonce and Jay-Z tour. And this tour, by the way, starts in Miami, and I posted on Twitter to be you because, oh, no, just to be you because uh, just to be Trayvon Martin's mom because I guess money matters more than boycotting Florida, although realistically, I kind of knew that would never happen, except that Jay-Z and Beyonce are in a position of making it happen, and unfortunately, their choice to ignore the problems that are going on in Florida when they are a very powerful couple, and they really, really could set an example, money supersedes, you know, Trayvon Martin's death, clearly, um, in any case. It just makes me more disgusted with them. But I guess money matters. So what can you do? Um, I just think it's a little phony of them, if you don't mind me being a little bitchy right now. Um, in any case, in any case, then what came out of this is, hello, Rachel Roy and her involvement with... Uh, why Solange went a little on Jay, and it's my understanding that there's some jealousy issues um, with Rachel Roy flirting with Jay-Z, and Solange um, stepped up to the plate and handled it for Beyonce. Then here's the other woman that's been going on all week. I don't know if you guys heard this, that. Beyonce is not the age that she is, which I totally believe. If you look at her body structure, everyone's body changes every 10 years. So your body looks at one age at 30 and looks another age at 40. Um, and it's just part of the maturity, the growth, the fullness, the thickness. Um, and a 40-year-old body looks totally different from a 20-year-old body. And this goes for men and women. And I'm not talking about getting overweight. I'm talking about the structure changes regardless. The body just fills out regardless. The other woman has been going around on the Internet, which I chose not to look into, but I don't know. I might look into it. Solange is actually Beyonce's daughter because Beyonce is probably around 40-something, 41, 42 43, and that she probably had, this is what I heard on the internet, I'm not, allegedly, allegedly, that she had Solange, that Solange is her child, and that she had her at age approximately 15. So, I don't know. 
don't know. And so everybody wants me to check into that. And I'm like, oh, well, enough already. I don't know if I want to dig that deeply. There's two things I think I told her I would never check into. Never check into whether or not Blue Ivory is Solange's. If Beyonce is check into whether or not Blue Ivory is genetically Beyonce's mother, um, because that's not like that's none of my business. You know, it's one thing that Solange kicks Jay Z's ass, and everybody's trying to figure out figure that out. And I do a psychic predictive, you know, on that outcome. It's another thing to be invasive and try and put out on the public whether or not Blue Ivory, like, literally belongs to Beyonce. I don't think that's none of my business. I think it's going above and beyond what I should be doing psychically. And I, I'm very ethical. That Am I ethical? I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm not ethical. But I try to be as ethical as I can with my predictions. So checking into that, um, if I think something like that could hurt, the child, hurt the child, then I have no interest. So it used to be asked about early on, and I shut it down. I was like, yeah, guys, don't go there. And in any case, nobody ever asked about it again. Um, but I'm just bringing it up because it is a big question. Now let me see. Um, oh, let me check something before I take the next call. I just need to see. Hold on a second, guys. I'm not in the best of moods today, and I don't know why. On it. I'm not in the best of mood today, and I don't know why. Um, I just came to see my grandson, who should put me in a good mood. But um, I think I'm not in a good mood because of the conversation we all had today. And um, I, uh, I just, you know, I guess, you know, I, I carry things way too hard. I carry things way too hard. And uh, my son was there, my son's mother-in-law was there. My God, she's so adorable. Like, I know them, and I've known them for the past four years, but I don't always have a lengthy conversation with people. You know, that's just me. You know, I think it's just weird. Like, I, I so could, in any case, today was the first day I had a lengthy conversation with my daughter-in-law's mother, lengthy, lengthy. And it was nice to get to know her. But I get a little uncomfortable when something changes in my atmosphere. It doesn't really matter to me. It could be good. It just kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. And I guess because I have this thing about me, maybe it's me, where I'm wondering, like, if, if, if the relationship has not now changed, which means we now or could possibly talk more, and I'm sure we will, you know, like, where will she continue to like me? I guess that's just my problem or my thing. You know, I need to, to work that out. But I think I've always been this way. I love it. How are you? Who is it? Oh, I was going to work until one thirty, but 1 o'clock is fine. I'll, I'll work it out. 1 o'clock is good. No, no, no. On the, on the radio, I'm going to do it to 1.30. But it's okay. Oh, okay. No, no, I changed it. No, no, no. You didn't. I should have told you yesterday that I was going to do it to 1.30. It's all good in the hood. I'll make sure I get off at once. Sorry about that, folks. In any case, um, what I, 
Okay, so I'll tell you that I have come to the position of of fear, which I think I walk into fear a lot. And in a weird kind of way, trust me, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy to be fearful. I think it's healthy to wonder if people like you. Um, I don't walk around thinking I'm so egotistical and so perfect that when I walk into a room, people are automatically going to like me, which is why it takes me a minute to get used to people. Um, and that includes my son's parents-in-law. Um, I never really got to know them. I knew that they were good for my son, and that's all I could ever want for. I knew that they treated him well, and that's all I could ever ask for. And that's all that matters to me. But since the baby, we, of course, have gotten to know each other from now a grandparent status, and today was the first day that we actually just talked. And it turns out my daughter-in-law's mother loves to talk, which is funny because I love to talk. So it's so funny. Um, and yet, because I'm a little loopy, it actually makes me feel uncomfortable which then put me in a bad mood. That's only because I'm a little loopy. We talk about other people being loopy. I'm just this cuckoo crazy for this person. So, and genetic and history of people's health and, you know, there seems to be some, you know, genetic history on Frankie's side of the family and it didn't really, you know, make me feel good. So before my grandson was born, I prayed every day. There was a question for whether or not he was going to have an opportunity to be born healthy. And uh, I had a conversation with God every single day between you and me. Like, if my prayer works, I didn't allow this how to be born healthy, and I can't say whether it's my prayer that made a difference. Okay. I can't say whether it's my prayer that made a difference or if it was God's will always in the first place. I, I can't say that. I can only tell you. I said this before on the radio. I can only tell you that from the minute I thought that something could be wrong, every day I prayed for my, my, my grandson's every single day. And so I said that to the grandmother today and the, the, the grandmother, um, Frankie's mother, and ironically she said, I've prayed every day since he was born. So this kid is getting a double whammy of spirituality and prayer and love. Like he gets so much love. But then I found out that there's a history on Frankie's side of the family that I'm not comfortable with. And so now, for as long as I live, and I hope that's like the next 50 years, <laughs> Frankie will get my prayers every season um, so that she stays healthy and vibrant and that she can always be a mom that it's wonderful kids that she birthed um, and that vibrant, um, healthy body. So I think that's what might have put me like a little down today. 
in any case, I'm so over it. I'm exhausted, people. Um, when I get emotional, I kind of get exhausted. I'm so exhausted right now. I think that's what's wrong with me. I'm just kind of processing a lot of what I heard today. On top of that, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Mother. It's so adorable. And, you know, you can't help but love someone that is so loving. Loves her daughter. Loves my son. Like, you can't help but enjoy, like, everything. So, as always, I have to visit and get more different. I I love him. I think he loves me, too. He, he never recognizes me now and smiles at me, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Mother's Day, I did the same. It was all good. So uh, before I take the first caller, before I take the first caller, there's a... One of my friends is supposed to be calling in on Skype, and uh, I don't see her here. Because I want to be able to take care of her question, and I want to take care of everybody's question. So, I'm a little loopy today, people. I'm so sorry. I'm very, very loopy. Taking my first call, 843, you're on the line. Hi, 843. Hey, Tracy, it's Lavender 11. Hi, Lavender 11, how are you? Down the Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> so, what do you think about the turn of events? Have you talked? Oh, but you have not extra talked. About this. Oh no no, you did respond to something on um, yeah on YouTube on YouTube. I know on you YouTube. The, I know you weren't happy with the the reading, and and here's what I want to tell you about that lavender. I'm not quite sure who's watching my videos. Mhm. sometimes I get the impression that they're watching the videos and they're like, oh, oh they wow, definitely do. That. Right. Yeah, they do. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they were, oh, my God, why don't we say what Tracy said? That works. And, well, and because, that well you know what, what happens true? is the fans watch the videos and the fans tweet it to them. And sometimes oh. they watch them. I don't, I don't know oh. about Beyonce because I didn't tweet anything to her. <laughs> right, um, right. But somebody, somebody probably did because they nipped that in the bud. <laughs> Exactly. It was like verbatim. And I was like, even I was like, what? Because <laughs> I got to be honest with you, you weren't the only one that was like, Tracy, you're way off the mark here. Like you oh, no, no, no. No, I didn't, I didn't think you were off the mark. Not okay. at all. You know, I'm oh, just a big Beyonce so. fan. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, it, was, it wasn't you. It was the other, the other person in the comments. We were we were having a very intelligent debate. <laughs> I I actually saw that. It was actually hilarious. I'm dying. <laughs> I actually saw that. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I try not to act like that in person. 
I think you guys handled it very well because I've had a Twitter fight on my timeline over Kay and Rihanna, and I was oh, like, Lord. I, just, I know, I was like, I think I need to separate you two because this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> so what did you think of the whole drama? That, and for all those that don't know, I can't imagine anybody that doesn't know, Beyonce's right. sister, Solange, beat up JD in the elevator. And I got to tell you, Lavender, I have a son that's in your age bracket, mm-hmm. and he's rap, you know, he, he knows the rap world, and he was like, Mom, even I couldn't listen to JD all week. And I was like, oh, my God. Right. Right. I mean, it got so bad that even CNN is having special reports speculating on why. <laughs> that, to me, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, they've actually turned into trash TV. They're a little bit above TMZ at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it was, I, I've, I've met. Well, I'll just say that Solange doesn't have a nasty attitude. She just doesn't hide her feelings. So I wouldn't be surprised she, she look, if, if you look at her. She's the opposite of Beyonce. Beyonce is yeah, clean. She is. She's Solange looks like I'm not the girl. I'm not that girl. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's her. That's her attitude. Pops her head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, either it was a money thing. I don't. I don't think it was anything about Jay Z cheating because I mean, no, come no, on. No. Does he seem like a faithful person in the first place? I'm sure they've been through that plenty of times. But <laughs> he had to have said something to her. Or maybe a mm-hmm. deal fell off for her to be ang- so angry like that. And I, I think mm-hmm. it was just she kind of like Portia with her, mm-hmm. you know, I snapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. She went ham. Right. She went hard on him. <laughs> she, I, she was hitting him. She wasn't like wailing her arm. She was, she was making no, him No, she was. She was hitting him. She, the funniest thing about that video is he threw she threw his purse at him and he picked it up and gave it back to her for her to throw it at him again. <laughs> so she she was mad. She was mad about something. My favorite is when she kicked him in the balls. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, okay, Mm-mm. that's a real statement. She's kind of saying, you better stop and you better keep it where it belongs because I'm going to kick it off. Like, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> And she landed that, on the ball. That's what I love. That's that. I mean, that to me, I I've seen worse. You know, I don't know if you can tell, but my family's ratchet. The only thing is, oh, we've never. Caught I have on a camera, ratchet so. family. Yeah, I have a I have a I have a really ratchet family. That's only in California. Like seriously. <laughs> And, so and, and truth be told, because you know, of course, people at my job are talking about it as, as well. Because uh, we mm-hmm. deal with celebrities, and almost everybody at my job loves Beyonce and Jay Z, except for one person. So he mm-hmm. had to argue with everybody else in the office. <laughs> oh, he was so happy to argue. <laughs> and I but, can't um, say that I'm a fan of Beyonce. To be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. there's something about her personality that is so separate wife, separate wife mm-hmm. that. That you know, that's the only thing that bothers me. It's just, it's just too controlled, too animated. I I think I think she's like that with almost 
everything besides her music. Yes, I believe and, that. Yes. And I think well, and that's... And her music, she comes out all spicy and all, I'm mm-hmm. all woman, don't fuck with me. And then I'm like, but that's not even you. And that kind of bothers me a little bit. Like, because then I say, who are you? But well, I understand that's, that's that, it, thing, that her music I is think, an alter ego. I think she... I think she's trying to protect the real her. Um, mm. So it's almost like she puts this veil around herself. Because when you look at a lot of the big celebrities, they don't really talk about, well, older ones, not the younger ones, because the young ones, like, uh-huh. they hang out. But the older the ones, they don't the really talk ones, yeah. about what's going on with them. It's more old school where you, you really do get an image. And when you read their interviews, it's like, okay, this was practice. We're going to hear reading about how you're snoring lines in the in the I don't know in the club downtown, but to right. the public, it's very polished. And I mean, mm-hmm. I under I understand that aspect of it because at the mm-hmm. same time, at least when it comes to Beyonce, people say, "Oh, she's so perfect. She's so perfect. Why doesn't she show her real self?" But then when things like mm-hmm. these ha- things like this happen, they say, "Oh, she's mm-hmm. not so perfect now, is she?" So it's, you know, well, what it, but, but you know what? But maybe that's not true. I think she maintained her perfect self. She didn't get involved in that argument. She came off the elevator smiling. <laughs> that's Beyonce. <laughs> so I think she was true to who she wants to portray out there. The part that kills me about that is, I mean, because she stepped in just a tiny bit. But when, when, she step, when she stepped in and then she stepped back, she moved her dress out of the way. She was like, don't step on my dress. <laughs> you know what I loved about what she did? Because I, I, don't, I don't remember putting her down. I hope I didn't. Except no, that I don't think she I did. did say, no, no, because I try not to. I just said if it had been me, I would have handled it differently. Yeah, yeah. Because I can, I can step in and get dirty. Like, seriously, I don't mind stepping in. But... What I liked about what she did is that she actually stood in front of her husband at one point. Mm-hmm. And then when the bodyguard had Sharon completely under control, then she went back to the, back to the elevator. So she did have an automatic response of protecting her husband. It just took a moment for everybody to figure out what the hell was going on. And by the way, I can tell you this. Everybody mm-hmm. keeps saying that this is something that occurred from salons before. I can tell you for a fact that it never occurred before. You know why? Because Jay-Z what? was not ready. If this had happened before, Jay-Z would have been ready with some blocks. He would have been blocking her. <laughs> he would have known. Do you know what I mean? He would have known what to expect when she gets heightened. I think she's gotten heightened and she yelled before and she's shown attitude. I don't think she's ever hit him before. He was not mm-hmm. ready. He was, you saw him. He came up the elevator uh, yeah. holding his face. He yeah, shocked. he looked really shocked. He looked shook. He That's was shocked. What he looked like. <laughs> and Jay wow. is a dude from the street. Trust me, when you're mm-hmm. a dude from the hood and you're a dude from the street and you've had mm-hmm. um, uh, problems with somebody before, guy, girl, whatever, you're prepared. You already know. You, you have kind of a body stance where you're like, I'm not going to let her get to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you for a, I don't care what the media experts were saying. I can tell you for a fact this has never happened before because he was not prepared. That's that's crazy. I don't. If I was him, I wouldn't know what I would have done. I may have In that moment, I know. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
I agree. I can't That's promise crazy. you how I would have handled that. Especially since, like, I'm calm, I'm cool, I'm collected. Uh-huh. I got a little bit of Beyonce in me. Trust me, I'm a cool chick. But I also go zero to 60. Uh-oh. You know? And so, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> she would have been, been a problem. If that had been my sister, it would have been a problem. Like, it wouldn't have been yeah. about Jay-Z anymore. It would have been about her and I. It would have been a problem. Like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this today. Oh, I'll give you a perfect example. When my daughter-in-law was getting married, Mm -hmm. I went to go buy her wedding dress. And all of her bridesmaids came with her. I Mm -hmm. didn't know I was going to be around a bunch of spicy little girls. I I had no idea. Uh Oh. And so we went to one bridal place. We told the woman to hold it because we still wanted to go shopping. We went to another bridal place, found the same dress, ironically, but we kind of spent the whole day making sure in downtown L.A. that we could figure out what she wanted. Mm-hmm. We decided to go back to the original place that we started at. We get back, and the woman had an attitude with us. She's like, I sold the gown. I sold the gown. Really? Yeah. And so the woman said... I looked at her, and I was like, wait, what happened? And she goes, I sold it. And she walked away from me. And I was like, wow. I wasn't worried because we had found it in another store. So I was like, well, listen, girls, it's not a problem. Let's go to the other store. Let's go buy the same dress in the other store. We go to the other store, but the girls that think as we're talk, walking, and they're thinking about what the hell's going on, they were like, no, she didn't sell it. She didn't want to sell it to us. Right. And that's a problem. So I didn't know they had already planned this. We get back to the other store. They made sure that my daughter-in-law had the gown that she wanted, and then they went to disappear. And I looked at one of the other girls. I was like, where are they going? They're, they're going to they're gonna go kick that girl's ass. Oh. So, yeah. So I go running after them. I, trust me, I can't run after them. I go running after them. And I go, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Stop. What are you doing? And these were young, feisty girls. These are girls, they're just young and feisty, right? And so mm-hmm. and they're, they're all, like, in the business. They all have, like, jobs in the business. And they're like, we don't like this shit, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, here's what's going to happen to you guys. Right. I stopped them long enough to listen to me. I said, here's what's going to happen. You're not going to fight her. One more girl takes the steps. You're going to fight me. And here's why, I, and, and I was going to fight them, trust me. And here's why I said that. Because I knew if they fought me, we were going to get back in the car and laugh about it later. I would have been hurt. They would have been hurt. But we were going to get back in the car. It, wasn't <laughs> it was not going to be a problem. If they uh-huh. fought that woman, somebody was going to wind up in jail. And I was not going to allow that. Yep. So I was willing to step in front of them, and trust me, one more step, I would have gone there with them. I was just as hot at this point. But I was calm enough to warn them. I was like, try it. One more girl takes a step. It's going to be you and me. Thank God they listened to me. That wouldn't be my first response <laughs> in that situation. Let's go jump her. <laughs> No. I was like, no. No, 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 we're not going to do this. Like, are you kidding me? And one of the girls is on um, Mary Jane. One of the girls is one of the actresses on Mary Jane. And I was like, I'll kill you right now. Like, like I'm not going to let you not have a job. That's right. not going to go down. But you and I, 
oh, we're going to fight. And I also trusted that if I had to stop her by fighting, like, I also knew it wasn't going to go beyond that. Like, no one was going to call the cops on me. I'm not going to call the cops on her. There might have been some bloodshed, but I was not going to let her get arrested by beating up some, some dumb trash right. girl, clerical worker in, in whatever, whatever. So, trust me, if that had been my sister, it would have been between me and my sister. Yeah. I was like, stop. <laughs> don't, don't do that today. Stop. That, that, was, that was crazy. But um, I, I wanted I wanted to ask you about Katy Perry. Go for it. So she broke up with well, she and John Mayer mm-hmm. broke up um, last month. I I don't remember when it was, and <laughs> she just surprised. started. Are you not surprised about that? Mm-mm. No, he's no good. I agree. He's crazy. Do you realize that he's like bipolar, schizophrenic, or something? Schizophrenic. <laughs> But, you know, she broke up with him, and a couple of weeks mm-hmm. later, she's with another guy, another musician, yeah. and, and a musician who is known to be a dog. So oh, what, no. is, what, what is it with her in choosing drug addicts, mm-hmm. ex, ex-drug addicts, crazy dudes, mm-hmm. guys? Right. What is it with her? Right. Um, it's a father a pastor, something like that. Isn't a father a pastor or something like that? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, her, what I'm I think both of her parents are in the church, and they don't approve of her lifestyle at all. Right, right. Um, I'm not sure if they have a philanthropist or charitable type of personality that's come out of that household, though. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that it wouldn't surprise me if they went to, you know, a, a third world country and fed rice. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to me from that household, from that household. Mm-hmm. So I think she picked up the pathetic puppy because mm-hmm. it's, it's part of her giving back, giving back. Aww. Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah. part of her nature. It's part of her nature. Like, she's the savior. Aww. She just happens to be a fantastic singer. She, I'm telling you, she would be that girl in the third world countries if she wasn't um, a singer having to tour the world. She would be, you know, building homes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm getting out of this. Um, I do feel like it's her religion that creates this personality for her. It's her religion. It's, I don't know if it's guilt or, or what. Um, I can well, tell you, though, that she, picked, she purposely picks guys that she wants to offer something to. It's kind of like, it's, here's what I'm getting with her. It's kind of like, I can teach you to be a better person. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're so lucky that she showed up in their life. I'm not saying she says it out loud, but this is what mm-hmm. she's presenting. And what comes out instead, when they actually see, like, what she's doing, and I promise she's not doing it on purpose, they then, they then resent her for it. It comes in a form well, of sabotage. I mean, naturally. Natural, right, naturally. But she doesn't but, know that she's doing this, though. She doesn't know she's picking the puppies. But, you know, my thing with this guy in particular, his name is Diplo, and he's like a, like a producer. He's... He's one of those types who goes to Jamaica and he, quote, unquote, helps 
the local acts become big, but he ends up stealing mm-hmm. their music and giving it to bigger stars. My wow. thing with him, my thing with him is, is that he's not a puppy. He's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. Mm. And well, well, wait a second, though. Wait a second. So mm-hmm. that still sounds like. I need to renovate you. I need to teach you to be better. That still sounds like in the same, you know, like, mode of who Katy Perry mm-hmm. is, though. It's not that she's, you know what I mean? Like, she's the type of person, yeah. I accept you as who you are, mm-hmm. and yes, lucky for you, I came along, because I'm going to teach you not to do this. I'm going to love you into not doing it. I Does that make sense to you? It does make sense, but I wonder if he's the kind of person who would have more bite than the other one she's been with. Oh, well, yes, yes, because I do see them having an argument. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Katie's very, very bossy. Mm-hmm. I think she comes across as one person, and she's equally as spicy. You understand? Mm-hmm. I also think she's spicy with her words, because she's the one that cuts with the with the smart aleck tone. Wow. You know, and keeps a a, a big eye serene face, but then she she cuts you down like with her with her tone of voice more than anything. And I see sabotage. I see sabotage. Um, and, 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 and I also see potential violence coming to her. What? Yeah, I just, I, that's what I see. I see potential violence. So from him? It, it could, you know, I'm afraid to say from him, um, but I am reading him and her, so I guess it would have to be from him. I just see that um, it comes in the form of sabotage. Mm-hmm. Yet violence. So I don't see it like the Chris Brown version. I just see it like grabbing her arm, shoving her. You know, it's not anything that she's really like. She's gonna talk about it because you know she talks her business later on. Yeah, she will tell you about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But it comes in a form of sabotage, or if it's not literal, literal physical, then it's threatening. Mm-hmm. It's threatening. It's like, like. Shut up, girl, I'll kill you. But she's going to be like, well, you but know, I believed him. You know this guy? He used to date. Mm-hmm. Do you know who MIA is? Yes. She, um, he used to date her, and they had, according to the both of them, they had an extremely volatile relationship. I think it lasted for there four or six years. And no. when she broke up with him, he went on a campaign against her and said, M.I.A. would be nothing without me. I made her. <gasps> wow. And they, they, they fought about it for a very long time. And I think to this day, mm. they, don't, they don't speak to each other. Mm. And, and that's so he has the potential went, for violence. Yeah, because I don't, I ah. mean, she never chooses, you know, guys who are ready right now, but he's the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have to tell you, inside her head is this odd moral structure. It's, it's a mm-hmm. little twisted, and, and, and she, she kind of carries that with her. So mm-hmm. there's something about her that's um, religious and mm-hmm. yet rebels and yet... Inside her head, she's she's a religious person. 
And it's one of those religious type people that you kind of get sick of, like, talking. You're like, oh, my God, please stop talking. (laughs) 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 To the point where it's annoying. To the point where the person Mm -hmm. figures out that she's trying to, I'm not using the right word. I keep saying renovate, but but that's the only word I can think of right now, like renovate them. Mm-hmm. To be the citizen in her eyes, almost, almost like her religious slash non-religious version of converting somebody. Yes. Yes. Wow. In such a way where she's like, kind of like not saying it out loud, but kind of letting them know, "You're so lucky I showed up. I can wow. save you." <laughs> and it comes across that way. Like in the beginning, it doesn't, but. If you, have, you ever have somebody where you're kind of like, oh, gosh, you seem like a nice person. The more you're around them, you're like, who are you? What? <laughs> and, and you realize that they masked who they were. Wow. And then once the cat's out of the bag, once it gets revealed, then it can never put the cat back in. So you find out that this is just who you are, like friendship with or dating with or whatever the case may be, and you're like, I don't want to be around this. And it, it, it can't get sick because the cat's out of the bag. And it's right. a little bipolar, by the way. It's a little bipolar. Who, her? She's a little loopy. I don't trust those pretty, pretty blue eyes or whatever color they are. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine it. <laughs> she's a little loopy, you know, but she's coherent. And mm-hmm. she, I don't think she does drugs. I don't think she does alcohol. So her loopiness is a, a lot contained. Well. But it's one of those things that she's, you know, she's a little, I, I feel like she's a little bipolar, but if I go in terms of degrees, she's probably 10% bipolar, which is why she can stay so normal for so long. Mm-hmm. But it comes out in her relationship. She's one of those girls that she may never get married. Oh, and it, and it seems like that's really what she wants to do, too. That's where she's like, that's what she's planning, but she's not doing it on purpose. Of course she wants to be married. Of course she wants to have children. And I I don't doubt that she could have children, but getting married, I'm not quite confident of that. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's just because in the night of day, at at the end of the day, she's not who she says she is. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. When the doors are locked and you're at home, and it's, you know, 8 o'clock at night, and you think you can settle in and just enjoy watching TV, she's throwing ham on somebody. She's nuts. <laughs> 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 and she's one of those. She like, wakes up the next day, and she's pretty and blue-eyed again, and you're like, who are you? Who are you? Wait, what, what, was, what was that lady from uh, Misery? I can't remember that character's name. <laughs> Remember, but exactly. <laughs> be your authentic self. And, I, you know, she might be one of those people that has, has been well-trained, you know, 
and, and religion does this. And nobody get mad at me because I'm not talking about any particular religion. I'm talking about religion, the confinement of the walls of religion and, and the preacher's word. And, you know, she's got a pastor for a father. She's got a pastor for a mother. But can you imagine the type of preaching that went on, you know, yeah. and how that could make you crazy because it's just too much? And I'm a religious person, don't get me wrong, but I'm actually a lot more spiritual. Like, I don't, you know, I don't believe in the confines in a wall, of, of, of the, the confines. Like, I must stay within these walls, and I must listen to this crazy preacher that doesn't believe in gays or, you know, talks about, you know, this and that. Like, that shit I don't believe in. I, I'll leave a, a church in a minute that begins to say something bad about a preacher or about the gays. Like, I'm out. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that ugly. And that's why being metaphysical and spiritual opens my walls, break those walls down. But I go to church every Sunday, don't get me wrong, but I go to church mm-hmm. to remind myself how much I love Christ, not because I think that what the preacher says is the end all. Right. And, and I'm sure and, and I whatever think she grew up with, going into the industry, going into being singing in the right. type of performance she is, made it... Right. Works almost. Well, I mean, just imagine she has the religious confines of the wall, and she's an artist. What doesn't go together anywhere? And a very sexual one. Whipped cream's coming out of her bra. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Hi. And having no choice as to like how any of that could go down because she's being told this is the thing that's going to make you famous. So she's being told right. this in one place, and she's coming from this very structured environment from this place, and of course she gives in, she gives in because she's a singer and she's creative, so she gives in to the other side, but then imagine in her personal relationship how she brings the religious part of her life into that relationship, and people are like, no, I fell in love with the cream coming out of your breath. You know, I'm not, I'm not always... And it reminds me also, like, when you see a girl with a, like, short, short, short skirt and her booty's hanging out, she looks banging, like, she looks gorgeous. And she can get all the guys, and it's like, yeah, but you got the guys based upon your booty. That's what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you didn't get the guy because you want him to know how smart you are. You showed him <laughs> where your smartness, where your assets were. So don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to turn around and have a conversation with that dude, he didn't come to you smart in the first place. <laughs> right. And, and and imagine if, you know, they got home and she said, oh, I'm celibate and waiting for marriage, by the way. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the Katy Perry syndrome. Right. That's it. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Oh, this is my favorite because I get this a lot in my, uh, in my readings where they're like, I'm not going to give him any. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's this? Like, because it comes in the form of punishment. Sometimes when I receive it, they're like, and I'm, you know, I, I told, I'm not giving him any. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you doing it? If you're doing it because you want to make sure he's the one, that's different. But if right. you're doing it to teach him a lesson or... You know, if you're doing it in a negative way, good luck with that because he will figure that out. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a lose-lose with you. Now, I'm not telling you to leave my room and go spread your legs. I'm telling you to rethink this because probably he's not the one for you anyway. If you have to set up all these boundaries, he's not the one for you anyway, so keep it moving. But I get that a lot where they're like, pretty good. And they're like, I'm not, you know, really? Somebody else is. Get up with that. Work it out. <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> Find a happy medium, people. <laughs> well, I, I wish I wish her luck because he yes. he's not a nice he's he hasn't shown himself to be a nice person. He has not, and she hasn't shown herself <laughs> to be somebody who wants nice people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a process, you know. She could be one of those people that just doesn't get it because she's 40. And I have to be honest with you. It has to come out of the confines of religion. If you figure out that it's religion that stops you from being a better person and not the spirituality of just accepting people for who they are, that's the confidence I ever had. So we'll wait to see how this unravels. You know, here's what I want to say. I wish her love. Mm-hmm. I wish her the right man, and I wish her the ability to just be free with herself. Right. Just be free and accept yourself for who you are. And if, if she allows herself that, the right guy, without a doubt, will come along for her. Without a doubt. As long as, you know, if she doesn't bring the baggage with her, the confines of religion, as long as she doesn't carry that. And by the way, it didn't even carry it in her back. She carries it in front of her. She. She's conflicted because, you know, she was the same one when she was dating John Mayer for a minute there. She was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to show my breast anymore. I'm going to be very mm-hmm. conservative. I'm like, really? Really? That's yep. going to work for you? Because showing your pointy breast is what got you your career. That's going to work for you? And you know what she did for her album? She, it's, it's different from the ones that she had before. This one has a lot of spirituality in it. She's talking about how mm. God brought her this wonderful man, and she's talking about destiny and blah, blah, blah. And a couple oh. months later, they broke up. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and she mm, seems mm, to mm. do that a lot for every man she's dating. Because I've noticed that with Russell Brand and that other guy, Travis or Travi or whatever mm-hmm. his name is, and a couple of months mm-hmm. after the album, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's sad, then. She needs to have a better conversation with somebody that can help her figure out exactly what it is that she's doing. Yeah. All right, girl. Let me get up out of here. Okay. Thanks for answering my call. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing, you know, all the celebrity insights. I really appreciate it. No problem. Bye. All right, girl. Okay, get going. Thanks, Lavender Eleven. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. Hi. Oh, wait, you're on the line. Hi, my name is Leilani. What's your name? Thanks for taking my call. My name is Leilani. You're welcome. Leilani, how are you? I'm doing good. I was just wondering if you had any, um, I mean, um, feelings on this um i'm moving to nebraska and i'm trying to okay. figure out um what would be the first line of work i should get into i mean i know what i want to get into but i'm just saying as far as keeping the cash flow going and um 
I'm thinking, like, um, and having time with my kids and just getting into a new place, what, what, mm-hmm. what should I look for? But In I may terms overlook. of your career, right? Right. And do you have children, Leilani? Yes, I have four. Okay, hold on. Okay. And you're going to family in Nebraska? Yeah, me and my four kids are moving to Nebraska. To family? No, just me and my four kids, yeah, my family. We're relocating. Is your family in Nebraska? Is your family in Nebraska? Oh, yeah, distant family, like family I don't really know yet, but I'm going to get to know Oh, wow. So this is, this is, is, is Nebraska brand new for you, then? Yeah, I've never been there before. That's a, that's probably one reason why I'm all curious on how it's going to go. I've been, wow. I lived in Missouri for a little while, but I was born uh-huh. and raised in Honolulu, Hawaii. Spend most of my oh, life here. Okay. It's a okay. big culture change. It's a different, it's a different place. That's here. a, that's a big there. culture change for everyone, by the way. How old is your oldest child? He's going to be 12. He's 11. Okay. All right. Um, I feel like your children are going to adjust very well, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like they're going to get the adjustment. I think they would rather stay in Hawaii, but I think they're going to adjust very well. Um, I see you. There's two types of job opportunities I see, either hospital or maybe it's a hospital, hospital, or mm-hmm. and or and or. Um, maybe receptionist um, for a company that has to deal with money. I want to say finances, but it doesn't have to necessarily be finances, but something about them dealing with money. Um, I be- between the two, I believe your boss is going to be an old guy, old, old person, okay. old guy, mature, mature, 60-something. You know, I don't know what your age bracket is. You might think 50 old, but... Um, I feel like he's 60-something. Um, I do yeah, think that you I'm, need to change, by the way. So. You're 30, so yeah, 50 could be old for you. Um, but yeah. I think he's older than 50. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember when I was 30. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, no, I, I, I'm okay with that. I remember when I was 30. I was like, 50? In any case, yeah, I then know. you get older, you realize. Like, no, that's old. Yeah. Oh. Right. Um, you're apt to meet a guy in, the, in Nebraska. You're apt to meet a guy in Nebraska. Um, hold on a second. You're apt to meet a guy in Nebraska, and mm-hmm. huh. um, I feel like you're going to stay there, by the way, anywhere between eight and ten months in Nebraska. Um, yeah. There's something about you coming to Nebraska or coming to the mainland that feels unsettled, though. You feel unsettled. There also could be a legal situation that could follow you, could follow you. Um, again, mm-hmm. I, I do bet that your kids are going to be okay, though. I just see that you're trying out Nebraska, and then you're going to be like, I can't take it. I, I just can't do this. And you could move again. The thing that bothers me about you moving is that there could be a guy in Nebraska that likes you, and he's going to be a little fearful that, you're going to want to go, and you're going to say to him, just come with me. And he doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know how to leave. Like, he likes right. Nebraska. So, you know, he might be a good guy, and you might want to give yourself more than, you know, 10 months. I know for a fact it does 18 months to settle in. It takes up to 18 months 
sometimes as long as two years before you can really say, I like this place. When I first came to California, I hated California. Hated it. Right. And, and I left because I didn't give myself the 18 months. What I discovered is that I came back to California because I liked California. And so I came back with a different attitude. So try to give it a little bit more than eight to ten months um, in Nebraska. Um, Nebraska's a cold state, you know. It gets cold. I know. I'm not used to that. I don't know anything about being cold, so that's something going to be – I know it's all about layers, but, yeah. That's the only thing I'm nervous about is snow and um, certain things that I'm not used to, but I'll adapt. And I was thinking about they have a master's program in the the area online in the field that I, I have a healthcare degree. And I was oh, really scared that you said that, but is, I was looking is, online for a job. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have. Um, I got my bachelor's in healthcare administration, and then oh, I've been a CNA right. for eight years. So I've been taking care of people for a long time. That's just I'm good at it. And um, mm-hmm. well, let me just go. But back. I was looking into um, other other um, other lines of administration. Like I, I saw some openings and some um, financial institutions that I was looking at mm-hmm. that I was thinking that I would. I was applying for before I get mm-hmm. there. So, like, you right. know, I'm going with both of those. And then Thank you. That's I want to ask you. I love it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, is this person that's going to be, I mean, in Nebraska, somebody that I've known from when I used to live in Missouri? Because I know a lot, I'm going to, like, probably link up with a lot of my old friends. Or is it somebody no. new? Somebody new. Um, and he's in Nebraska. So I don't mm. think he's a transplant. I think he... How far is Nebraska from Missouri? Um, it could be about eight hours. It could be like 13 hours. It depends on what part of Missouri and what part of Nebraska. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm getting it's someone new to you, someone brand new. He's a, he's, a, he's a game changer. It's one of those guys that come along that has the potential of just making things so much better for you. He's a game changer. That sounds nice. Thank you. I'm going to marinate oh my gosh, on that you're one. Welcome. Yeah, you you're take welcome. Care. Just remember. Much blessings from Hawaii. What you say? Remember what? I said much blessings from Hawaii. Just coming from. I just remember that settling into the environment of Nebraska is what you have a problem with. So when this guy comes along, just communicate. Be open. Always talk. Let him know what you're feeling so he could be there for you. If you bottle it up, he doesn't know how to help you, is what I'm trying to say. So right. be loving and just, just say to him, this is new to me and I'm not comfortable with hurricanes. I'm not comfortable with snow and I just don't know what to do, you know. And he's got to, you know, he's one of those that could, you know, have your back. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Okay, let me try and get another call in because uh, they're going to All right, take care. My job is going to give me a reading. Lamani, thank you so much for calling. Keep me posted. When are you leaving? I'm probably leaving June or July, but I do have kind of a legal problem because my ex was supposed to sign the modification of, like, um, you know, child visitation. Like, we agreed upon what oh, it was. And then now he wants to go take it to court because he thinks oh, that he has an opportunity for custody because I'm moving out of state, but I'm like, no, not so, because it's a better opportunity for your kids. I'm giving your kids right. So you can't right. say that I'm not able to do that because we're not together and we live in the same state. That's not fair. 
you know, right, right, that's the way right. it works. You know, if I set something up and I'm doing this and I got them home, space, an animal, a new environment, right, it's different, right, and more well, just curriculum just and like this, I talk about sports mm-hmm. and hiking and school and kids fighting you, but ultimately you win. Damn. Right on, thank you. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. All right, let me get out of here. Hold on a second. Bye, bye, Milani. Hello. Hi. Oh, thank you. Hello? Hello? Yes, it is. Is this Marcus? Hold on a second, okay? Okay, guys, I got to get off the line. Um, I think my job didn't realize I was staying on for an hour and a half. I kind of do this a lot. I apologize. There's a lot of people online. I really, really apologize. Um, I find myself apologizing a lot, which is so weird. Um, 619, I'm going to text you right now. And to everyone else, have a good day. This is Psychic Tracy Brown. Uh, You can call me at the Green Man Store for your own personal readings, 818-985-2010, Or join me on Twitter. Join me on Twitter. I really, really like to communicate with my people on Twitter. And so my Twitter account um, is at Pop Culture Psychic, and Psychic is spelled P-S-Y-C-K. Okay, guys, sorry about this. Got to end this session. I love you, and thank you for tuning in. Take it easy. Bye.